Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show podcast. Hey, Marin. Hi. Hello. Hey. What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. We, uh, we're feeling good because we've been listening to... The Humble Quest album, and uh, it is it is phenomenal. Thank you. I'm I'm it, honored. It is song after song after song is such a good song. It's one of the ones where you can put it you can put it on and just listen to the entire thing. And um, can we talk about what is Humble Quest? Like, let's talk about the tour. Let's talk about like what is Humble Quest? The the definition, your definition of it. Um, So Humble Quest is a song on this record that I ended up titling the whole album around because it felt like it fit the the journey of what I've gone through the last two years. I feel like I was very humbled by the pandemic, by becoming a mother for the first time, by like having touring taken away for two years. Like there was just a lot of growth and change and like falling apart and coming back together. Like, I feel like the whole human race kind of went through a humbling in the last two years. So this is narrating my journey through that. And even though, you know, these songs were born out of a time, like a pandemic, I feel like it's not really a pandemic album. It's just songs that were made during that time. And there's a lot of like, you know, humor on this record, a lot of lightness, but it's also talking about some real stuff so there's a little bit of everything but it's it's a really fun record ultimately to me and i I like how uh nostalgic you've been getting especially with circles around this town right the video and some of the stuff you've been posting you're just really throwing it back to the you know the beginning of your journey in, in nashville which is cool to go on that journey with you through music oh thank you yeah i think i had to sort of rediscover during this time, and I had the time to do so because I wasn't touring, I had, like rediscovered my passion for music and creating music. And so if anything, COVID did allow me the the time to find that out. And so, yeah, like I just posted this video last night of me at 14 on stage. You can see it on my Instagram, but um I'm 14 years old and I'm plugging my 
CD that's coming out that week because, you know, <laughs> I've been doing this since I was a kid. But it's just so funny how full circle and everything's different, but everything's exactly the same. Like, I, I'm still that same person, just, like, awkward and, <laughs> like, no. trying to be on stage. It was so smart of you to buy miramorris.com back, back then because I noticed that. I was like, oh, man, that way you didn't have to have miramorrismusic.com or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's thank so God my dad, my dad, Scott Morris, had the, the foresight to buy the domain name miramorris.com <laughs> back in uh, 2002. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Circles Around This Town? Because I feel like the song is so specific, all the lyrics to you, um, but it's so relatable. Like, who hasn't been driving around their, you know, town or whatever, or their neighborhood trying to figure out their life choices or, or whatever? Is that a goal that you have for songwriting? Is that like, because to me, I'm like, this is the perfect song. Like, it is you, but it is also everybody. Oh, thank you. It, I mean, yeah, it is very specific to my story of becoming a songwriter and moving to Nashville from Texas nine years ago. But I think it's just for anybody that's got a dream and they want to chase it down. And sometimes that means leaving your town. Sometimes it means moving to a new one and trying to fit into it. And I feel like that's where I was coming from with that one is like, and I feel like not being able to tour for the last two years, I finally got to be home and kind of fall back in love with Nashville and what it has to offer because you know, I'm so lucky to get to travel and tour for a living, but you're also never home and you don't get to see your friends a lot because you're just constantly in another city. So, yeah, Circles Around This Town was sort of me also rediscovering my my love for Nashville and like its songwriting community and how amazing it is here. What's one of the things that you missed uh, the most about Nashville? Because I know it's quite different now than it was when we all first started going there like 10 years ago or whatever it is. Uh, and I know a lot of people uh, have, have wrote about the difference in Nashville. What's one of the places I like for me, I miss uh, Paradise Park was my, uh, was my favorite bar to go to. That's no longer there. What is it for you? Oh yeah. I miss the, the cheeseburgers at Paradise Park. Um, I mean, it's, it's funny, it's bittersweet, but it's sad when you see the things that made this town visitable and why people wanted to come here in the first place, getting torn down for some like, you know, corporate bar, like, you know, Ernest Tubb record shop is closing its doors after how many decades? And it was such a staple of Broadway and downtown. And so that not being there anymore is just so sad, but it's like, yeah, I mean, so many people are moving here, which is you know, great for the town, I suppose, but we can't leave behind the things that made Nashville, Nashville. We need to start some sort of uh, movement to keep all of those historic places. Cause now you have a, you have an Apple store right across from legends corner. That doesn't make, it doesn't look right when you look at it from this way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got to make sure we keep a lot of those. It's a, a, a preservation society. That's, yeah. what, that's what you're yeah. talking about. Speaking of sad stuff, I, the song background music, was sad to me. Like, I was like, oh, is that supposed to be sad? Is that song supposed to be sad? (laughs) I mean, I think it's supposed to be both. I think it's really nuanced because I'm writing it. it, I mean, it is a love song. I think it's like a really morbid but funny love song to me because (laughs) I wrote it for Ryan. And obviously, like, we both 
do music for a living. We both write songs. We're both artists. But he and I always talk about, you know, especially now that we have our son, it's like, hey, we joke about when someday we'll be has-beens and no one, like our names aren't in lights anymore, but how we'll still have each other. And then with that song, I was just talking about like our legacy that we leave behind. You know, even after our children's children are gone, after we're gone, like maybe our song, maybe our songs that we've made nowadays, like will get played in a hundred years in a bar somewhere and how... How cool is that? Like, if that even happens. So, yeah, it's definitely a complex emotion yeah. of a song. But yeah. I think it's it's just about having, like, love at the end of the day for your partner or whoever you get through this life with. But also knowing, like, even after we're gone, the things that we leave behind are, like, our emotional artifacts. Yeah. How, uh, think- how How's okay, Hayes doing? I saw you just had a... Second birthday, what'd you do for for the party? Yeah, he just turned two. We had a petting zoo. So he's massively obsessed with animals right now, especially like farm animals. So uh, yeah, they came and set up this really tiny fence thing of goats and little chickens. And there was like a miniature steer. It was, yeah, he, he was just in heaven all day. He did not want them to pack up. Yeah, that's pretty much the classic, I think, the birthday party that you can do that is like farm, like a cute farm birthday. Is there yeah. anything surprising in the last two years that you didn't realize about being a mom that you now realize? Like there there were so many surprises for me, which I was like, oh, I didn't realize this about myself. Um, do you have anything like that? Um, like I didn't realize how resilient I, I could be. I right. Like, I am a warrior right I'm exhausted and I can still do this. And that doesn't go away. I I feel like I'm more adaptable than I ever thought I could be. I feel like I can mold myself to any chaotic situation in a way that I probably couldn't have before because it's like, people do it. I got to get through it. But um, I think the, the thing that surprised me about raising like a human is that the second that they're out they are already becoming on this, they're already on this path of like their own personality. Like they're not you, they're not your partner, they are them. And they just, the second they're out, they just become who they're going to be for the rest of their life. And they're just, I mean, it's like bittersweet because they are moving away from you and becoming so independent of you. And so that's, that, that took me for a, a surprise. Yeah. yeah, and it and uh, it happens quick. Our son's going to be three uh, in a in a couple of weeks here, and I feel like he went from like, you know, just holding him like da 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 da, and now he, now he's like, don't talk to me. Yeah, like, and he's already do- he's already <laughs> like, I'm doing my thing over here. Don't you worry about me. The other day he goes, I go, what are you doing over there? He goes, I'm playing with my train. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry this? about it, Dad. I'm like, what? Who taught you to say that? What are you doing? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. They start to have their own plans and friends and, like, things to do. It, it's just, it's wild. Um, it's a journey. My next, yeah. my next question is in the voice of, uh, is it Julia Fox? Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems. Um, yeah, yes. Would you say that Ryan Hurd is your muse? <laughs> a lot of the songs on the album, are, I felt like a lot of Ryan Hurd on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of it, because Ryan wrote 
four of the songs with me on this album. And some of that was just because we were the only people that we were seeing every day. And so we were like, <laughs> should we just write a, a song about it? Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely the forever muse for my yeah. music. Um, I mean, unless the song is like telling him to f off like <laughs> some sometimes it's that too but um yeah i think he's just i feel like the the pandemic really strengthened our relationship because like i got to see him become a dad and he got to see me become a mother and we also you know we've been touring for so long that those two years at home with each other and our son were just so they ended up being such a silver lining to all of it. It was, it was just us getting all this time at home with our, our, our baby. And I don't know if it'll ever look like that the same way again. It's just all that time at home with him during his first, like, all of his firsts, like his talking, yeah. his walking. Like, we really got to witness all of it, and that was so beautiful. So Ryan, like, pulled me through the hardest time. And, uh, yeah, so he's, he's the muse. He's a good guy. He is. Yeah. And I like the song Tall Guys, too. He's a tall guy, yeah. (laughs) That's definitely about him. What about about the song Nervous? I know um, uh, my wife specifically said, make sure you ask about that song. It's her favorite right now. And one of mine, too, because it's it's like um, it's got some rock and roll going in it. It's like classic rock and roll type of song. Yeah, I got to really channel my 90s alt- chick on that vocal I feel like I was channeling like Cheryl Crow and Alanis Morissette on it um but yeah it's definitely like a rocker and I am so excited to finally get to play it live like on tour because I feel like I get to just let loose on that one I love it really fun all right well we're excited for the tour we have one last question before we let you go we want to know who makes you laugh? Is it a stand-up comedian? Is it somebody in the movies? Um, I'm definitely a huge like Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, so anything Larry David related. Um, I think I am Larry in female form, just like <laughs> a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that based on I our chat together. Never guessed but. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, yeah, off stage I am. Uh, no, I. That definitely makes me laugh. I feel like. Um, what else? Like we're just watching so much television right now. Um, the last time I think we talked to you about TV, you guys were watching the Great Bake Off. Wait, what was that called? Oh yeah, the Great British Bake Off. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's that's just more heartwarming than humorous. That just makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I believe in humanity. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I love Curb. I love Veep. Those that always gets me. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like we're watching some really dark stuff right now. Like we're watching that um, show, uh, The Dropout. About the Elizabeth Holmes story of like um, Theranos or whatever in Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so dark. But um, yeah, we always have to end the night with something funny just so we can like go to bed and not feel like we're going to have nightmares. But oh, the the Righteous Gemstones is one that is if you haven't watched it, season two was incredible. And Jennifer Nettles is in it and she's so funny. 
right, we'll have did, to watch those. And I love see, David too, by the way. Did I see y'all were just hanging out too? You and, and Jennifer? Yeah, um, I was in New York this past weekend, so we we met up for a drink. Um, I miss her so much, but she's just such a such a gem, and I'm so proud of her. Like she's she's gotten to do music, Broadway, television. Like she's just so talented. I can't get over it, and she's just so sweet. Would you do something like that? Like, is that some of your goals as well? Do all of it? I mean, I grew up doing musical theater, so my like bucket list dream would be to do like a three month stint on Broadway in a musical. That would be the dream at some point, like when maybe after this record is out and I'm done touring, like I could audition for Broadway or something. Do you have a favorite musical? I mean, my dream would be to play Elphaba in Wicked. That would be the the one. That's the t- yes. the top of the mountain. Um, <laughs> but anything they would throw at me, I would lo- I would be honored. Awesome. Well, well, I can see it happening definitely. But we're gonna focus on Humble Quest first. Congratulations on the new <laughs> album and the tour, and we can't wait to see you again in person soon. Me too. Thank you all so much. I'm so glad you like the record. Of course. Oh, we love it. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank and you. have a great day. You too. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Rob and Holly Show podcast. Follow us at Rob and Holly Show and listen weeknights on Odyssey Country and the free Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.